And greetings. This is the Long of the Boot podcast, the podcast coming to you from the heel of the boot of Southwest Louisiana. I am G Long, host of the Long of the Boot podcast, and sitting across the way is Deb. Hello, people. Hello, Deb. Hi. How are you doing? How you been? It's been a while. Oh, I know. It's, it's been, been crazy. It's been minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Tens of minutes. Tens of minutes. Oh, that's too easy. Um, yes. Oh, uh, if you want to reach the Long in the Boot podcast, remember Long in the Boot at gmail.com and the phone number 337 502 9011. I had a couple people call that number. You did. But they hung up. They didn't leave a message. Oh. So what? look, if you call and you get the message thing, leave a message. <laughs> leave a message. Say Please. what you want to say. Maybe they got nervous. Could be. Uh, maybe they misdialed, um, weren't prepared to put their thoughts into, into. And they were they were local numbers. At least it looked like they were. Oh, I guess it or maybe been. they had something it ugly to say. Well, that's true as and well. I almost called back. Backed off. But yeah, that don't. Yeah, seems kind of stalkerish. <sighs> well, sort of. I guess that's what people do in modern. You know, we do it. Somebody calls you and they hang up. A lot of times you. Well, here's here's the rule for me. If I don't answer, you better leave a message because there's a pretty good chance. Oh, yeah. Well, you know. but obviously they didn't want to be. Yeah, they didn't want to be bothered, I guess. That's fine. Yeah. Well, That's fine. I didn't want to be bothered either. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't, I'm not bothered <laughs> if somebody calls the long of the boot mm. number. Oh, no. Oh, but you might be bothered if they call you personally. Oh, yeah. Especially definitely. if it's about a, your warranty. <laughs> then I'm really bothered. Yeah, the warranty on the car that I sold several years ago is, is about to expire. Is about to expire, yes. I think they, they really need to call the new owner. I have no idea. The new owner sent them to you. <laughs> that's how they got this number. Maybe so. Maybe All so. right. So that's that's that. And What's happening? School in, is about to start. Well, it, it actually, it has yeah, it has. For teachers. It has begun. It, it has started. And wow. In fact, uh, in in a parish that will not be named, the first day of School will be Friday the 13th. Bum, bum, bum. I know. I don't have that set up. Uh, yeah, you you do have. Oh, you don't have it set up. I don't have it set I was up. Like, I know you have that sound. Oh, I do have we that sound. We all know you have that sound. <laughs> it's going to get used, too. Oh, okay, but you don't want to overdo it. Then it becomes... Funnier. <laughs> <laughs> Family Guy teaches you that. If you just yes, stick just, with just it. Just beat it. Beat that dead horse until it's just a smear on the sidewalk. That's it. Then uh, you know you that go. you got them. You know yeah, it. School school starts on Friday the 13th because why not tempt fate? I mean, what could happen? Well, it's we talked like about in, it before. That was the going home date, Friday the 13th, March. Last, yeah, in 2020. 2020. And yeah. then, but nothing. And ma- our wedding anniversary. Nothing major happened last year other than a hurricane. A hurricane. Okay. A okay. We're see. We're beating freeze, that dead horse too. <laughs> I will say I'm I'm really pleased that uh the mayor, uh, Nick Hunter has not let that horse go. Yeah, you <laughs> beat that that dead horse in Washington called Congress. It's beat a wall. It. It's the wallet. Beat it. Yeah. Beat it and keep beating it. I'll give you a new bat if you need one. Oh, it's, anyhow, it's, yeah. Poor Lake Charles. Okay. Yeah. No. And and the surrounding areas. It's all of Southwest Louisiana. Joe Biden doesn't care about Lake Charles. There, I said it. All right. So we've got a topic for today, but before we jump right to that topic. I want to do a couple of things about. Yeah, because history is being made. History Every is being moment made. of our lives, That's history right. is being made. Here, hang on. Hang on. History just happened. Huh. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's gone. Yep. Well, Again, <laughs> now it's going to be on your test. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so there, everybody, there will be a quiz. <laughs> Absolutely. So we wanted to uh, hit a couple news stories that we saw over the week because it it has to do actually with the television show. Does it? Oh yeah, yeah, it does. I mean, it's Black, All right. Black Mirror. Absolutely. If you haven't seen Black Mirror, it's yeah, go watch them. Watch them. Um, um, but first, Google the order you should watch them in. Yes. And also understand that it it's done as a fiction show, but unfortunately, much like the book 1984, much of <laughs> yeah, the show is, seems is to be becoming, becoming reality. True. So uh, the the correlation here is number ten episode ranked number ten episode called Nosedive. It happened in season three, and actually, it's the writers from Parks and Rec. So we know them to be quite amusing. 
Some people do. Oh, well, yeah. Okay. I can't tell. I can't speak for everybody, but I liked Parks and Rec. Anyway, so their writers created a a spoof on on what happens with online reviews if you take it to its ultimate extreme. And the poor the poor young lady in that episode. Well, she got some bad reviews because she was having a bad day. She needed her credit score to go up. She needed her personal score to increase yeah, she so a, she could get a she better a apartment and, and, yeah and uh the it basically it's like the idea if you have yelp reviewers reviewing each other all the time all the time all the time yeah you give somebody a strange look and then they because we all have a chip in us and they can they can then access your information yeah, they, they and can review you personally instantly yeah for anything so that's terrifying on its own anyway so how does that correlate to what's happening now mr G long. It's long, Mr. Long. Well, I'm I'm thinking teacher role too. It's like now you're Mr. Long to me at school. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah. Pay attention. Well, <laughs> as as all of you for the most part know, and if you don't know this, then you will now. Uh, in China, they have a social credit system. And it's a combination of government and business surveillance that gives you a citizen score. And that score can restrict your ability to do certain things in society. For instance, uh, plane tickets, uh, buying property, taking out loans. All of this is based on your social credit score, not your credit score. Your social score. How do you behave socially? Are you living up to the standards and traditions of society? Exactly. And the question, of course, when Black Mirror ran the episode, people went, well, thank goodness that could never happen here. <laughs> well, that could never happen. <laughs> I don't know. United I didn't States. watch it like that. I watched it in a, oh, dear well, God, this so, is going to happen. This is so going to happen. This is so happening. Well, <laughs> because of the riots of January 6th, several of the web companies have unveiled predecessors to what could become a soft social credit system by the end of the decade. A soft social credit Yeah, that's what they're calling it, a uh, soft social credit system. Because hard would be just too much. And they're getting a little bit of a little help from good old Washington, D.C., of course. What does the government have to do with this? Well, they can't allow the terrorists from, okay. to win, you see. All and right. now, if you disagree with the government, in the eyes of many, you're an enemy oh. of the state, right? So how can we prevent that from happening? Well, we just keep an eye on everybody. Last week, PayPal announced a partnership with the Southern Poverty Law Center, which used to be a group that mainly just looked for... Injustices? Um, no, they looked for uh, white supremacy in society or uh, violent tendencies. Oh, okay. Kept but an they, eye on those those subgroups. But they have gradually become more and more left-wing. When if you, if you go to the Southern Poverty Law Center to look at their lists, the left seems to be conspicu- conspicuously absent. For instance, eco-terrorists. Oh, there's no, oh there. okay. There's and no balance to their... So now PayPal is in partnership with Southern Poverty Law Center to investigate the role of white supremacists, and propagators of anti-government rhetoric. So just anti-government rhetoric. Talking. Well, that, that's kind of vague. Yeah, that's yeah. too general. PayPal says the collected information will be shared with other financial firms and politicians. Well, okay, financial firms, so part of your credit score. Your, but why the government? Yeah. Why politicians? Why? Indeed. What makes them better than me? Facebook is taking similar measures, recently introducing messages that asked users to basically snitch on their extremist friends, uh, which, considering Facebook's bias, which it has, yeah, what's uh, this is going to target one. the right more than the left, of course. And it says at the same time, Facebook and Microsoft are working with several other web giants and the United Nations on a database to block potential extremist content. The UN. Yeah, the UN. Because we're all going to get along so well that we're all going to have the same vision. And Now, for some, the ideas of this seem logical because the Internet's riddled with scams and all kinds yeah, of Yeah, yeah. And there's no question hate speech found a place on Facebook for a while. Oh, yeah. Um, nobody's going to defend white supremacists. However, the same issue with government censorship exists with corporate censorship. If there is a line, who will be drawing it? Absolutely. Well, that's always been the question. Well, the minority, was, uh, which group? Does the group change every four years? Well, and the problem is there was a Supreme Court justice years ago when he was talking about extremism. He said, I'll know it when I see it. The problem is if you're going to have individuals out there able to unilaterally move, remove your ability to use the Internet 
then that presents a problem because the internet is becoming pretty much a tool you have to have to get a oh, job. Absolutely. For all things. And then at what point do you, will somebody equate Ben Shapiro who's no question right leaning, but would basically say, well, he's the same as David Duke. Yeah. Well, he's not. Well, they but just, move, might, they just move the measure as they please. Yeah. And, and so again, it becomes somebody's opinion. Well, you've got Donald Trump as a good example. He was removed. Just yes, made an unperson on the internet for the most part. I'm sure it's going to happen to Cuomo, probably. Oh, yeah. But that's an example of the <laughs> yeah, other side getting that's, it. Yeah. So well, and that's the key, right? You've got balance because it's both sides. It's not one side. And if you think it's only the internet, remember several banking platforms have already announced a ban on several types of legal purchases. For instance, you can't use your credit card in a state where marijuana is legal to buy marijuana. Mm, okay. Um, not allowed to charge it. Nope. And you have, uh, for instance, guns. Several of the banking platforms have announced a ban on your ability to use your credit card to buy a firearm. Is that because credit card companies do not want to support people who purchase those or they don't want to support those tools? Those Well, basically, they want to show that they're woke, that they're not supporting the idea. Of you. Oh, okay. So that's part of their brand. Right. We're, we're just this kind of company. And that's kind of what's happening. Um, mm. Those restrictions are getting plenty of support from the left. Yeah. The, the right is either quiet about it or just hasn't realized how far this could go. These companies have the ability to track your activities very, very well. And already they're talking about, well, what do we do for people who obey the rules? And they're talking about corporate rewards for compliant behavior. Oh, kind of like the uh, reward for getting the vaccine. You you get thrown into this lottery and yeah. you got the, oh, yeah. Um, Man, we are so going to fall for all this. I mean, w well, we don't have a choice. Well, it. Uh, what What is the and, regular person going to do to stop all and this? And when, when, where does it stop? Exactly. Again, what happens if you have a tweet out there from 10 years ago and suddenly somebody finds it and says, hey, this guy's whatever. And your home loan is denied. Yeah. Yeah. Used to be it was just you got you got ridiculed, but now they're actually attaching a, a really a monetary consequence to it. And the problem is going to come when you have the confluence of this idea. Yeah. And the digital dollar, which people are pushing for in Washington very, very yeah. hard to try to get rid of cash, cash altogether. Completely. And if you have a digital dollar, that's going to make it really easy to incorporate this social credit system mm -hmm. into your ability to purchase. We saw it in goods. Idiocracy. He we didn't have any credit. Yeah, in black, but it was a little scarier there. In Idiocracy, it was funny, but you knew, oh, yeah, they're going to be able to do that. They couldn't get food because they didn't have any more credits. And yeah, and, and the whole thing about Bitcoin was it was decentralized forms of money. Well, the government's yeah. slowly yeah. coming around to trying to squash that. All right. Well, do you so, think they'll uh, get us? To, well, they will get us to fall in line. Well, Britain now has its own version of a health social credit system. Hmm. China only started this seven years ago. And it's moved that quickly. And considering the growth of algorithms and the dependency on technology. Mm, yeah. It's going to happen fast. It's going to be a really quick shift. And again, nothing that we're going to be able to stop. Well, that's true. And to me, the scary thing is as it grows in power, I think people will say, well, this will never happen here. I think that it won't be fear of this new system. I think people will embrace it like they embraced an unproven vaccine. Or will it just be, <laughs> or will it just be that whole split down the middle, 50-50? Well, it always seems like it will be. Mm. But eventually, eventually, well, it's like the, the booster, the majority. Right? Yeah. Think about the vaccine booster right now. They're saying, is there going to be a booster? Is there not going to be a booster? And I've heard many people say, well, I went and got vaccinated, but there's no way I'm taking the booster. Yeah, of course am, you will. I'm willing to bet you right now <laughs> that when the booster comes out, people will line up around the block to get it just like they did for this. vaccine. Uh, absolutely. You know, uh, uh, apparently Moderna has made a ton of money on yeah, their this stock their went profits up. Huh. are just through Sh the shocking. roof to the moon <laughs> our profits are to, to the, the moon, moon alice to the moon i can't so imagine anyway, how that happened uh, the social credit system may uh, be look on for it way. around <laughs> your corner look, look for it in your local grocery aisle <laughs> look for it in your <laughs> bank account <laughs> we're coming for you who um, who watches the watchman indeed well apparently the internet does well, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
And uh, if, and if you think, well, the government, I mean, how far can they go? Then it come, brings me to the next story. And okay. then we can get into our topic of our, topic Oh, our, have jour. you crafted a segue for our audience? <laughs> a segue? A segue. <laughs> kind of, sort of. If you think the government d- doesn't have a vested interest in your private life, uh, this one's kind of fun. The infrastructure bill that they're debating oh, in Washington yes, right now. Yes, yes. Again, it's going to be a part of history. The bill that I don't even know how much it is now. One, uh, a trillion. Do my, do, a, a, I don't think those bill. words mean anything anymore. It's a Brazilian dollar. A Brazilian. It's going to support us. <laughs> anyway, in that infrastructure bill buried deep, deep inside uh, is a new rule that will require new cars, all new cars, in 2026, to come equipped with advanced drunk and impaired driving technology. Well, that's going to save lives, Mr. Long. What are you What are you upset about? Well, I'm upset because, one, it's going to make cars more expensive. Two, <laughs> um, it's a passive technology. They have it now where, like, if you've been convicted. Yeah, you can blow, you into, blow a, into a hose. To, you have to yeah. blow your car to be able to start it. Wow. Anyway. That's not been said before. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it has. <laughs> yes. I'm <laughs> sarcasm. Are really, you like a Facebook person you I, I don't understand? I really need to get home, but first my car wants me to blow them. Uh, anyway, uh, uh. so this is passive, though. They want it to sense alcohol in the car and prevent the car from starting if there's a detection of 0.08, which I don't understand how you do that passively. Passively. Well, so if I go to Frosty Factory and I, that they're not taking Louisiana into consideration here. Well, there's been a real push by Mothers Against Drunk Driving to get this put into cars. I can imagine, yeah. I but understand. again, if it's a passive technology and the passenger's drunk, yeah. how, how does the car I, I got to take somebody home. He smells like a brewery. and um, With, Within this bill is also a provision to have cameras that would monitor your driving while driving. No. Built into the car. Wow. Part of the black box system for cars. Okay. And of course, they've been pushing for this for a while, and now they've got. Now they don't have the technology to actually pull this. I was going to say, right just like with the breathalyzer thing, it's going to have to be the technology isn't there. Maybe this is what they're shooting for. Hopefully, we'll be gone. I, I, I won't lo- be driving. I love this <laughs> at that point. Um, Nissan currently experimenting with technology that includes a sensor in the gear stick that would detect alcohol in your, in your sweat, in your yeah, in your excretions. Yeah, and they haven't solved the problem of a inebriated passenger yet. They're still working. Yeah, on it. they're gonna they'll, they'll get to it eventually. Although, wouldn't I mean, Mister Long, if you don't drink and get in your vehicle, then you don't have a problem. It's already illegal to drunk. To drunk to, drive. To drunk drive. <laughs> <laughs> it's already illegal. Drunk all right, drive. all right. <laughs> um, and so no, uh, he is not drunk. No, it's too early. Yeah, it's early. It is. Yeah. Although I believe in our last podcast, I think we'd all had a shot of tequila at this point. <laughs> well, that was different. We had company. Hey, it's five o'clock somewhere, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, this is the my favorite part. The text of the bill says, if a final regulation doesn't come down within 10 years, okay, the transportation secretary, whoever that is at that time, <laughs> will have to submit a report to the House and the Senate Commerce Committee's on what's taking so long. Oh, so some some poor sap is already getting work he doesn't know he's going to have. <laughs> yeah, in the years. future. So if you're going to run, if you want to get that job. <laughs> Make sure you, just, you do it beforehand. Just know you're going to have to write or a retire report. Or retire after that. Yeah. Your first day on the job. Hey, Damn. you need to write this report. Right? All right. Well. And uh, they said it would cost car manufacturers millions and millions and millions of dollars to uh, research this technology, make it happen, and then install it in cars. At this point, don't they just need to have chips for cars? Like, Well, since they want us all to have electric cars, isn't this going to just reduce your mileage? I don't know. All right. So infrastructure bill, that has to get passed, though. Well, you know what? That would still come down the line, whether that the infrastructure bill gets passed well, now or not. it's a race. It's an actual car race. Yeah. You know what the race is? The race for this versus self-driving cars. Because you don't need They had this. been working on yeah. <clears throat> if you have a self-driving car, why do you need a – you can get hammered and just get in your car. Take me a home car. Well, but up in, up until now, the tests on those have not proven out to be, you know, well, that's 100%. True. Not even – I don't even know if it's 90% safe. Is that a better odd than humans, I suppose? Yeah, I suppose it is. Yeah. All right. Driving. Anyway, it's dangerous. There you go. A government crawling in your life. 
And more, that's even more dangerous. That's probably the most dangerous. Yeah, probably so. All right. Well, uh, and how are they going to get us to agree to this? They're probably going to use little cultural bits of information to yeah. sway our views. No. Little, little propaganda, they? little propaganda stamps. <laughs> the tiny stamps. Hey, in in, uh, in British Columbia, they were giving out. My favorite. They were giving stickers to people who got vaccinated. Yeah. And they were little yellow stars. Oh, <laughs> well, maybe it doesn't mean the same for them. Well, it, it does. It means the same to Jews around the I world. Gonna, yeah, it is a worldwide uh, That's, uh, kind of crazy. symbol. But uh, anyway. All right. Just, uh, somebody didn't think that through. You think they lost their job? They already have stopped it, apparently. Well, yeah. Somebody somebody got fired. Well, yeah. And Jewish people were a little miffed. A little bit. I could. Yeah. All right. It's like they're never going to let that go. <laughs> People hang on to a Holocaust for a really I, long I time. I think we should not let that go. Yes, that's that's <laughs> something we should keep in mind. <laughs> well, as the video with Deb singing, oh, uh, told everyone. I t- yeah, see, the, I am shameless. I don't. The, the, I don't care. The topic du jour, yes, is uh, the memes. Memes, and we asked our audience for participation in this one. And man, man Y'all, y'all stepped up. I got so many memes. I did. Well, you got more than I did. Um, You did it. Well, actually, we put it in three places requesting. Originally, we put it on the long and the boot Facebook page. But we have a theory about Facebook. We're starting to notice that Mm -hmm. the Facebook community, or no, the Facebook overlords. Yeah. There you go. When we post something on the long and the boot page, it doesn't seem to go out very well. Yeah. And but we get lots of notifications on how we could boost its viewership by if, giving if them just, money. Yeah, and the money's gone up. We we've only done it a couple of times, Appar- and now yeah. they're asking for more money. And apparently, Facebook is hurting. I guess oh, maybe they need that at fourteen dollars at a time. And by the way, it was ten originally. Now it's fourteen. <laughs> they see, and they keep sending us notifications mm-hmm. on how we can. Make so, more money from our podcast because the tens of dollars we're making now. <laughs> so in the red. Yeah, I know. <laughs> this is right? a hobby, people. This is a hobby. One day it may be real. I don't know. Maybe. I'm, I'm just trying to get to 60. I'm enjoying it. Yeah, retirement. <laughs> I'm for, just trying to get to 60. Just know. trying to make it through. That's it. So so our so idea memes. was memes. Yeah, because, well. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. We spend time looking at them. We spend a lot of time sharing them. Truly. Sometimes I don't share them because they're so inappropriate, but I laugh. Well, I, I think everybody that's listening probably at least once, maybe, I don't know, has already been banned from Facebook or been put in Facebook jail for a meme they posted. Oh, know. not me. I know some people have been ousted for three days for a meme they posted like eight years ago. I know. I know. I self-censor on the internet. I, I don't. Facebook is the only social media I have time for. And Well, well I still have an issue when somebody has a uh, private group and you can't get in oh, unless they yeah. okay it. Yeah. Everything should Then that be. means everything within that group and you have the choice to, to just leave it. You're and not on the full platform. Yes, but what about white supremacists? Are they allowed to have a home? <laughs> I don't even know about that voice. Yeah, I know. I'm working on it. Uh, <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> just let it go, G-Long. <laughs> let it go. Yeah, yeah, let it go. Well, you know, I'd rather those people, well, I guess if they're in a private group. No, I don't know. But anyway, so back Complex. to memes. Memes, what are they? Where'd they come from? How'd they happen? Who invented them? Well, they or did they already from, exist? I, I think at the core of everything, they probably always existed in some form. Well, that's the idea. That is it? the idea. It comes from the word, Greek word, uh, mimeo, mimia. 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 Or mimi. Well, mimi. 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 Or mimia. Like a mimeograph. When and we were kids, y'all don't probably most of our listeners don't know what the mimeograph was. That it, was that if you ever watch a uh, best example I can give you is of the movie Fast Times at Ridgemont High when yeah, they get their worksheets. Yeah, and they and all, all look, the kids smell them. Pick them up and smell that purple ink. Uh, it's a it's a fragrance. It's I don't know. I don't I don't know that me, I've yeah. It brings me back to school. And I don't know of anything. It does trigger a memory, but I don't know that I've ever smelled it on anything else. On anything else. No. It is a unique so smell. we'd get our mimeographs, and if they were fresh off the off the copy, they, the smell was intense. Yeah, and they were even warm. <laughs> Do you think we were all just getting high? Well, that was the rumor. Yeah. That was the yeah, meme. Yeah, maybe that's why we were doing it, It right? was a meme. Yeah, it was. It was a meme. We all did it. It was a— Spread like a virus. 
but uh, it took it took a scientist to kind of do this, kind of break it down for uh, us. Yeah, uh, the, the the man who is credited with coining the f- word meme is Sir Richard Dawkins. Yes, uh, he is his title. Give uh, him his due. <clears throat> yeah, well, a lot of people don't like him. Oh no, no, because of his uh, religious views. He is, or he lack is of militantly them. atheist. Yeah, he's, he's virulent <laughs> about it. But he's he comes at it from a science point of view. So anything that's of a supernatural nature, Dawkins is simply not going yeah, to Yeah, he's not. But that's it. not really why we, we... But that's not it. And we're going to let him define it. Well, we'll start with uh, him just explaining something first at the beginning so that we can talk about what, have a what he's saying. When I said that uh, the reason why we explain evolution in terms of changes in gene frequencies, I said the reason for that was that only genes make exact copies of themselves through generations and therefore only genes have a really significant difference between the successful ones and the unsuccessful ones. So there he explains the genetic side of this. Yeah. And it was a book he wrote in 1976 called The Selfish Gene and it was literally about our genes and about DNA in particular really. But he was talking about the fact that that's the perpetuating factor in life yes. on Earth is this ability to replicate perfectly in most cases. In most cases. Itself. Otherwise, it's a mutation. Self-replicating DNA. Yes. That's the whole point. And he was trying to come up. Well, he did. He did. He did come up with the idea that there may be in other places where other worlds exist. There may be something that's just like genes, but isn't necessarily DNA. It's not. Yeah, it's not organic but, in that sense. But he's referring. He's referring to this idea of copying. I'll let him explain. Let it. him do it. If on some other planet, if on Mars there is life, then I put my shirt on. Uh, the prediction that it will be found to be Darwinian life and that there will be something equivalent to genes. There will be something equivalent to DNA, which is very, very exactly copied, not not absolutely exactly, but usually exactly copied. There will be something equivalent to DNA, and it may well not be DNA. It may be nothing like DNA. And so he had to come up with a word for that process. Yes. And... Well, that's that. so. What's replicating like our DNA? Maybe there's another kind of replicator on this planet that potentially could be doing the same job as DNA, and that's where the meme came from. The meme is a unit of cultural inheritance. And there we go. Yes. So the meme is the same thing as. DNA, but in a cultural sense. Yes, and he did that in 76 before we ever had the internet, so he hadn't conceived of that. In fact, he said that most of what is unusual about man can be summed up in one word, culture. Culture. And that's so, so we're animals, and that's the similarity, but what is unusual about us is is, we develop culture. culture. And biologically, He would say he's a zoologist. He would say biologically it's DNA. Biologically, DNA is what's propelling us forward. But the difference with us, we also have this other side, which is the cultural side. Yes. The human side. Yes. The thing that makes us creative and interesting and and different and unique and yet all the same. Right. And so that and it was in the last chapter of his book. He was just it was like almost like an epilogue. Right. And somehow or another. His ideas about what memes were have gradually has, become yeah, internet-based. We absolutely. many people, young people today, many most young people would tell you that a meme is a funny little thing you see on the internet. Yeah, but it's actually a whole lot more than that. It's it's and it has its basis going way back. It does because in Dawkins used a good example, I thought, which was the idea of whistling a tune. Mm-hmm. You go down the street, you whistle a tune, somebody hears it and begins whistling it. And then they go down the street and they're whistling that tune and somebody else hears it. Yes. And they begin whistling we it. We call that Pretty, an earworm. Yeah, we call it an earworm. And uh, there's there's a great uh, uh, doctor who talks about earworms. You want to you hear what he had to say? What did he say? No, no, no. 
I know you did not. That do is Doctor Rick Astley. <laughs> that is not right. And <laughs> that meme certainly evolved, didn't it? It did. It did. Is there a history to it? There is. Where did that thing come from, anyway? Jesus Lord, you never expect. It's like the Spanish Inquisition. You just nobody, never nobody expects, expects the, the Spanish roll. Inquisition. That meme actually, well, it was first the video, right? That's what happened. You clicked on it, so it was uh, came from a bait and switch trick called duck rolling that they were doing on uh, the 4chan website like in 2006. So that video bait and switch that you would do to people with with him dancing in his little trench coat um, <laughs> just kind of evolved from there. I mean, now I've seen it as just the song. It could just be the line like what you just did to me. I've seen it as just an image of him in his trench coat and the text on the bottom, never going to give you. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. Rick rolling. Okay. Oh, you took me back, baby. I remember. I remember. I remember back then. I remember. I mean. But uh, memes, uh, I've got uh, the first memes to ever appear. And I thought this was funny. Was started in the mid two thousands. Yeah, and I remember them all. <laughs> no kidding. And it was simply the text, uh, top text, bottom text on a picture. Yeah. And uh, we've seen them all. One does not simply. Yes, and then, You know, yes. from Game of Thrones. Some pithy little line. But you Truth. also, and then you also had video memes. Yeah. That caught on as well. But were they cultural? Like, for instance, the Tron guy, the overweight guy in the Tron suit. Yeah, that, that was the everywhere. Little, little sword. You're talking about the sword. No, boy? no, that was that was the boy with the microphone stand. Oh, yeah. But he he had a mental disorder, and that was that one was kind of mean. Well, yeah, that well was it? It well, it stuck around for a long time. But like the uh, the um, uh, the dancing baby is the one that uh dancing baby was a big yeah one. because they were just it was what they could do with the computer at the time. They yeah, were, and know. laughing baby was another yeah, one. You just yeah, just hear it. And we all remember Grumpy Cat and all that. Grumpy Cat, Ceiling Cat. Yeah. I think he appeared in your LOL video. Cats. We used to spend our Saturday mornings. Well, Catterday. <laughs> Catterday, yes. Catterday, man. <laughs> Looking at those um, stupid LOL Cats. And we had the the video, of course, video memes. Uh, there was that one, Chocolate Rain. You remember <laughs> Chocolate Rain? Yes. Oh, my uh, God. So, yeah. meme, unit of cultural information spread by imitation. So, that's that's the part for Dawkins where it kind of changed, like, because the Internet deliberately, rather than randomly mutating and surviving like right. a gene would, the Internet, we've become its deliberate alteration and manipulation. And manipulation. So, he says that's where the original concept I guess, separates from his idea, but isn't that still part of it? I mean, it's, it's random, but it isn't because well, it's like he said, think about like you post the first person that posts a meme with, let's say the first person that posted the, the game of Thrones meme when one simply does not walk in or, or the Lord of the Rings theme. Oh yeah. Uh, one walk does not simply walk into Mordor and they changed it. Each time that gets changed, it's being mutated. It is. It is just mutated. like a gene. And that's what Dawkins said, remember, was they make perfect copies of themselves, mostly. Mostly. And so Usually. we have genetic hiccups in in our DNA that manifest themselves in all kinds of ways. And we, we can name thousands yeah. of them. Yeah, well, and that's the thing, though, right? As they mutate. But the- Dawkins does point out that DNA is digital. Oh, well, we run on electrical impulses. So, Correct. Yeah. And, our, and, our, and our self-replicating DNA is literally digital instructions in a biological form. Yes. So if we go back in time, how far back can we go to discover memes? Yeah, things that are replicated like that. that well, we culturally. Share. Yeah. For instance, um, even like cave art. You go back as far as you can go and you see cave art in a, in a cave, right? Yeah. They'll find that in three, four They'll find it in caves that are thousands of miles apart, but the art itself Mm. looks very similar. Sure. You know, and even at the quantum level, an atom in one place. Oh, Bella says, uh uh. An atom in one place can have an an effect on an atom in another place that is distant. Yeah. Well, Bella can shut up. She's wrong. (laughs) (laughs) She doesn't know about quantum physics. That's right. That dog. (laughs) What do dogs know? (laughs) They know who you can trust. So anyway, the point is that memes, while cultural, may have a basis that we just don't understand going as far back as human civilization. Well, I think it's like a universal theme. It's just something that is a part of humanity. I mean, isn't that – aren't those the memes that you identify with or that you laugh the most with? Or it's, it's a short little notion or idea, and you're looking at it going, God, man, isn't that true? 
Well, but, <laughs> and, but, and you laugh, but that it's, it's applicable to all people. But where I was going was distance and time. Cultural memes used to take time to develop because yeah. of distance and because of communication or but lack, now, but lack no thereof. longer. Now it is instantaneous. Absolutely. So if cultural memes are in fact changing our culture and they are, if digital memes are changing our culture, they are, it is happening at a speed unlike anything in the past Any other time ever. Period. Yeah. So while it is similar, it is extremely different because it's moving so quickly. And that's the thing. Some of those memes stick around and others do not just like, just like mutations, right? Just right. like genes that are successful memes that are successful. Um, the blonde woman in the cat, that meme <laughs> has stuck around. It's, been around. it's, it's, been around it's for a stuck while. around a little longer than I anticipated. And I still laugh at them. Yeah, I do too. Most of the time, unless they're political, but, and then I'm I just scroll past that. But we will agree that society we're at a weird kind of time in society. Oh, absolutely. And how much have memes, both computer memes and cultural memes themselves, yeah. these ideas that are replicated over and over. People say, What's happened in, in college campuses? Why are so many people becoming so liberal? Well Yeah, they're being influenced by those little tiny bits of information that, that get stuck in your head. And they do. They absolutely do. You can't when that meme that says you can't unsee what you've just seen right. is true. Don't think about pink elephants. And, and there oh, and there it, is. there it yeah, is. Yeah. You can't let it go. Is this dress blue? Or is it gold? Right. You know, and uh, we're going to have college courses, you know, in the future where where you're going to learn the history of the 1990s or the 2000s uh, that, in a meme 101. I mean, that's how you do learn a lot about a person by the memes they post. Well, that was why that was the reason I asked for me. Uh, yeah, because <laughs> I was curious to see what the, the subject feel, matter yeah what the subject the matter was and what the and feel humor, was humor obviously was a big part yeah sarcasm and humor sarcasm yay we have Thank little um sarcasm. we like the little allusions to things that we uh, we all have but like if you've never seen the mandalorian baby yoda means nothing to you those memes you still just, cute oh it makes me laugh all the time Ab- absolutely yes but i think that memes while we can look at the computer memes and the digital memes and laugh and have a good time and everything there is something kind of insidious about there, the idea there that absolutely can they be. can use these cute little things to, to manipulate our, our, our large segments of society. Views. Absolutely. So memes um, can I, be beneficial. I was quite happy I didn't get a bunch of vaccine memes. That's what I was No, thinking. I didn't. And I didn't want any mask memes. And, and I just... That's we get that. That's serious. That's real yeah. stuff. And people are really hateful and fighting about it. But but we I, still see them. I, they're they're yeah, out there. I try to scroll past a lot of that. We got a couple uplifting memes at the end. I got some of those. I do a lot of uplifting motivational things because man, right. the world can be shit. And well, it's, <laughs> I feel it's, like I need that. It's like somebody said at a meeting we had the other day, right? You are never going to change someone's mind yeah. by something you post on um, Facebook by putting a meme up. Yeah, but but if happen. you do it long enough and repeat it and repeat it over and over yeah. and other people pick it up. Yeah, mm, they can be harmful because according to they are inherently harmful. According to some scholars, memes are parasites or viruses of the mind. Once assimilated into the human mind, their chief purpose becomes their own replication with humans having little or no control over them. And yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. And people of a like brain flock together. Yeah. And so they're going to see so them. They have the go, same viruses, yeah. right? I guess. Digital I guess. viruses. Well, I mean, are there any good viruses? Because it says some memes can be beneficial, you know, because you, the uplifting things, the, the ones where you, I mean, look, if I see somebody, a former student or somebody I know continually posting really dark and depressing memes, they may get a private message from me at some point going, man, you, you, you haven't like, Pulled yourself out of this in a while, you know, well, and <laughs> I, I think, start to worry about some people. Yeah. And I think part of the problem with memes is they take these really grand, broad ideas generalized and they, and they condense them down into just an expression. Yeah. And, and in my mind, the first time I read something, it's usually like all of the alternates to that, you know, like, yeah, but what about this? Or what about, you know, oh, one the other day I read was about how, you know, women were, women aren't fulfilling the role that they're supposed to 
to fulfill it traditionally anymore. And I'm thinking, well, throughout history, men have had to take over roles for women. Women have had to take, I mean, there are so many instances where that's just not the case. And so well, you can't boil it down to just that one idea. The problem with everything now is because women aren't traditional. Yeah. What? What? <laughs> what? Well, we know when that happened. <laughs> World War II, baby. There you go. Go that to changed, work. Changed go to everything work. for women. Yeah. Uh, it was just, it's, it again, you can't again, just generalize memes, all the posters. Time. What were posters during World War II, but simply memes? Memes. And see a Rosie the Riveter. Yeah. You can do it, ladies. Yeah, get out here. And then after the war, and they're like, go back to the house. Like, wait a minute, wait, what? you said I could do it. I have biceps. <laughs> you can, do it at home. <laughs> I can use heavy equipment. <laughs> I can weld. I know how to do this. Well, and that idea, though, that uh, about this, uh, they did a, a study at, at Texas A&M University about memes. They actually looked at memes and religion. Well, and I had a little something about that. Yeah, how, how that's when it's being abused or misused uh, when people feel like their their religious views are being pushed on or political views are being pushed on them. Well, they used uh, one example to, to study this idea that memes about religion break down in positive and negative ways, which oh, we absolutely. already knew. Yeah. But it makes religious ideas more accessible. And they sure. used they used the buddy Christ oh, from, 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 from the, the movie, movie Dog. Yeah. Okay. And well, one of the things they found out was for some people, that image makes them very angry. Really? Yes. Because he's like cartoonish or? Be- well, because he's too happy and he's got his thumb up and he's big it, smile. It's the modernization. But uh, I, I did like the uh, idea that there was a, an Episcopal priest at this meeting who said, no, he looked at Buddy Christ as being absolutely wonderful because it gave people a chance to reflect on whether or not they demonstrate the same joyful witness as Christ. Oh, see? So it's mindset. It's how you how you see it and how you view it. But what's happening is it's creating a lot of religious people get upset because they think that memes about religion minimize religion. Well, no, it only if it's a degrading message or a The Mormons in particular find Oh, don't like memes. They do not Or they, don't like li- they religious say they're, memes. They're reductionist in the glory that is the Mormon religion. But if it's making it accessible to a wider audience, maybe somebody continues to see those ideas put out in that method and and become changed by it. Right. Well, and, and people use these things. Well, sure. And I like a quote every day to kind of, you know. But memes attempting to take religion. Think about how big yeah, that is. Yeah, and try is. to boil it down. Boil to, it down to an image with a few words of text. Okay. Well, do you read it if it's a lot of text, if it's a meme that's no, like no, a whole story? I mean, no, I'm asking you an, personally. No, and it's an idea. That's yeah. the whole point of memes. I mean, wouldn't you prefer are, to just read a quick little line and, and scroll on? Yeah, but to me, it doesn't mean anything. Yeah, it's just... In fact, internet memes, for yeah. the most part... Well, because you know people can... Actually, I have a real bitch about that. If you're going to go through the trouble of creating a meme... If you feel like you have something you want to put out there, spell it right. (laughs) Please, God, check. You're taking the time to piece together something. You're putting your text in the right spot. And use less and few correctly. (laughs) Less. uh, uh, A lot is two words. All right is two words. Yes. There are just so many. Oh, good Lord. Sell and sale. Yeah. And y'all. Y'all is one word with an apostrophe. Well, I, yeah. It's you a can contraction, use, I guess. You can use that. And I mean, <laughs> I don't know. When I'm posting, if I make a grammar error or punctuation error, I, I try to go back and fix those things later if I see it. Um, but I'm posting. I'm just talking. Right. And so I don't, I'm not so strict about that, I guess. But if you are making a meme. <laughs> Actually creating. That one. is like a, that's like a formal paper. Get that shit right. Okay. There. <laughs> there. All right. The so, English teacher has spoken, people. So all you meme creators out and there. And there will be And a you're test. putting it in human mind. See, that is making it worse in society because now somebody read that and they've they've got that replicated in their brain and they think that's how there is spelled. Terrible. Well, so you're you're creating trouble. Yes, you are. Just stop it. For me, because I have to listen to my wife complain. I try not to very often, but man, some of those things. Like, I like this meme. I like your idea, but you spelled this wrong. Or you, I, <laughs> I can't use it now. Well, let's uh, let's get off the internet 
meme. <laughs> We're getting it off the grammar high horse. Okay. Well, no, just internet memes in general. I, I like the idea of the meme as being this a, a an, a component of cultural change. <laughs> yeah, it is a component of cultural well, change. All culture is based on ideas, right? Yes, that we share and communicate. We've spent a lot of time on our podcast talking about communication because language is such a... Well, um, and memes either fail or they don't. But think about it, like things cultural, the, like religion. Yeah. Look, there were a, a zillion people running around in the Middle East at the time of Christ saying they were the Messiah. Yeah. But only one of them managed to get his idea to stick to stick and to spread. Well, that the spreading part of it probably had more to do with the guy who carried his idea. Well, but it was because of his direct influence that Well, but even that, if you go and read the history, there were two different ideas of how it should work. Yes. There was one component that wanted to keep what would become Christianity completely Jewish. Yes. And the other side said, "No, no, everybody has to be welcome." Right there was a split, a split on the, the original ideas. idea. Yeah. Well, civil rights mutation, movement. There's always you been. You're always going to have several trains of thought, and hopefully, it boils down. You know, eventually to to the most beneficial for the most people. Well, that's what I was getting at. So were you? I was. I was. I was going to bring it forward to the civil rights movement. Yeah. Originally, very few people were abolitionists, but yes. their ideas took root. And as that spread and spread, it allowed for this idea mm-hmm. that this was wrong. Slavery yeah. was wrong. People being held in bondage was wrong. And you had people change their mind. Mark Twain, Samuel sure. Clemens, he changed his mind based on his wife and her family and their beliefs. And then you had the war came yeah. along. And even then, you still had people saying, no, no, now that you've fought for your country, you need to get back where you belong in your society. Yeah, well, that Jim Crow mindset. But by then, that idea had culturally spread. Yeah, and it wasn't going to No, no, this isn't right. Yeah. And then television, boom. Yeah. And cameras suddenly. Immediate, more immediate. And, and visual, visual added that to when it. They, when they let loose the, the hoses and the dogs on the marchers in Selma, yeah. that was captured on television. That was horrific. And immediately a meme is created, an mm-hmm. idea, cultural idea. Well, this cannot stand. Well, yeah, you had Americans suddenly seeing that, that had never seen that kind of violence before. And this is right. happening in our own country. And didn't know it was happening. I mean, it was happening in the South. In the in the fifties, this late fifties, early sixties, yeah, well, but there were people in other places that literally did not believe that was actually that that happening. Was the case, yeah, and that's still going on. That that kind of idea yeah. around the world. And now, as you said, the movements change so rapidly now, and and we're altering so many things so quick. Me, you too, movement or me too movement, you know, for women, and then sure, right now we we're seeing the results of all of those kinds of uh, ideas. And their the ideas are, man, they're flying. They really are furiously so, now. So if you're uh, one of those people posting memes all the time about the past and you know how you remember, oh look, it's a Memba, rotary dial Memba phone. <laughs> I remember a rotary dial phone. You, you remember mem- when times were good? You, you remember, remember when? Was? Man, I remember Star You better was. hold on because it's not going to stop. Yeah, it, it's going to move forward one way or another. Yeah, because we don't get it that. It doesn't in necessarily life. have to be good <laughs> it either. Be, it may not be what you want. Not but. all ideas should take root. No. In fact, some ideas that take root have to be pulled out. Well, aren't they mutated? Because they mutated so badly. Yeah. And I, I I kind of fall back and hope for the for the kindness and the the righteousness of people and that we I do, too. But it's it's becoming more difficult. I know. And I'm going to use it. And I hate to use it as an example. But the vaccine I've heard now real people, <laughs> real people, real what human the hell, beings what the hell does that mean? who have jobs working for media oh, saying yeah. that they want the government to Force vaccines yeah. into people, but it, but they're and corporations but they're are doing it for it. the right reason to save us all. Well, that's that's what Hitler because said you're too. not alone in this society. <laughs> it's not just you. It's not, but at the same time, you're. I, I, I'm stunned by the number of people who are just rushing pell mell to embrace a form of fascism, which is what corporate governance is. And that seems to be the prevalent mindset where we are rushing. It is. Read the memes. Again, Black Mirror. 
Read the memes. <laughs> and that is how you get a sense, right? You get a sense of a person, but you also, like, I, I go through my Facebook and a lot of times just scroll quickly, but I get a feel for the mindset of a, a larger group, too. You know, you pick yeah. a couple people that you're close to and you see, oh, that even, look, Facebook is like a little journal, right? Don't you go back and you see your memories and you, man, what the hell was wrong with me in 2014? Some of the things that I put, po- like, like I one time I posted this thing. Sorry. You did uh, let me down. You let me down right there with that button push, buddy. I'm sorry. I couldn't help <laughs> you it. You apologize to your audience. I'm keeping that too. on my machine forever. Uh, <laughs> that and my right. dun dun dun. Well, don't overuse it. Don't overuse it. Um, but you really do. So you, you, Memes teach us a lot. They have power, just like language, because they are language. If you see something, say something. And, and well, I mean. Tell on your friends. I saw them posting all these strange memes the other day, and I didn't understand. And the people who passively, aggressively use their memes. Actually, my favorite is when, when people don't get a meme. I don't get it. Why? What? Oh, and they ask about it? Yeah, they'll Look, ask. if I don't get a meme, just keep scrolling. I don't yeah, have time don't, for all that. Don't admit you don't get it. Like Just like we said in the song, how much time do we waste posting memes? <laughs> <laughs> I Too waste much. a lot of time posting memes. I go read them and a lot of times don't post them. Sometimes I'll save them and wait to have that feeling again. Like I read it and it's like, oh man, that's the truth. But I don't feel that today. Right. So I'm going to save it. Sometimes I post an uplifting meme next to a really sarcastic dark meme or something. I'm waiting to get busted for a, a few memes that I posted in, in the, the early days of Facebook. What did I see the other day that cracked me up? Oh, it was a, oh, it was a family member. It, a black and white picture of Adolf Hitler walking with a small girl. And it yeah. said that it was Nancy Pelosi and her father. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Facebook checked that. They fact-checked fact it. Checked Let that. everybody know that. Hitler is, in fact, not Nancy Pelosi's father. No, no. Her father was a businessman who made okay, lots okay. and lots of money. So, so then in the vein of in the vein of, of what a meme is and becoming a, a virus in the brain, right, that you can't let go, yes. does that become the truth to young people if they don't if know? You, if, if it's, it's not pointed out. If it's out repeated fa- enough. If it's not fact-checked. If it's repeated enough. It becomes enough. the truth. Yeah, because in the, isn't that gossip, too? Like, you can't. I mean, I always use this when I was teaching middle school to the ladies because there'd inevitably be a fight in the course of a school year because some girl said this girl was a, a hoe or whatever. Right. How do you how do you get rid of that rumor? How do you make that go away? You just simply you just have to keep. So some forward. girls just think, well, I've got a fighter. Right. If I fight her. That rumor's gone. Not necessarily. No, because no, it's in the brain of all the boys. And then, yeah, it, and the girls, I mean, sure. everybody. So when they see her for a while. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's there. Now, if her behaviors support that right. idea, It'll take root. then it definitely takes root. But it is still always there. Yeah. And everybody's had that. If you look back, oh, yeah. anybody who's out of high school now can look back and think <laughs> about one of the early memories I had when I first started teaching was everybody freaking out because there was some girl who told a bunch of people she was a witch and they bought it. <laughs> And it wasn't even, it wasn't, there was not no. Oh, but I'm sure she wore black nail polish. Yeah, or, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Something along those lines. And and it was like, she's a witch. Oh, she probably like, read about witch? Wiccans and, and what are you decided. What talking about? Yeah. <laughs> 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 really? Right. Well, in middle school, you know. It's, Wait a minute, what year am I in? Well, you see, you're 2000, but I am in. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah maybe yeah. that was it. That was it. Was lo- it was cultural. It was lo- lo- It was, Re- lo- regional. It was local. Yeah, regional. I don't know. Anyhow, so yeah, yeah so taking root and how do you get rid of it? And you can't always do that. It's like Rick rolling. It keeps coming back. And these these ideas, these yes. little nuggets of ideas, are in some total, what makes up our culture. Well, that's my point about college classes. I don't think it's far-fetched in the least to believe that in the future there will be college courses that is, that's history, cultural history, but can't we read memes and also know what was going on politically? And, well, I mean, the, you'd have to balance have, it out. You now have different versions of history. Oh, absolutely, because memes know, and, can be they're, – they're altered, and they don't have to put well, the truth. Let's face it. The big fight right now, the big fight over uh, critical race theory. Yes. There are still people arguing about it who have no concept of even what it is. And I just broke it down. For me personally, it, I just went to critical theory. What, what's critical theory? Before yeah, let, before the we add a, a – yeah, Critical theory is, Marx, to it. is a Marxist theory. 
that society was built to support the culture and society in which it's built. So all of the – How meta. Well, it is. <laughs> it's basically saying that people in power construct society to benefit them. Yes. Well, that's shocking. I know. It's never happened before. And then when you say critical race theory, that came from another theory. Uh, the idea, because it's critical economic theory, came after that, that rich people. So there's society. been more critical theories? There's several critical theories. <laughs> and critical race theory says that American culture was built to support, to support slavery. Period. Okay. And while there is, there are nuggets of truth within that, it's not the sole Yeah, it's not thing. the only truth. Well, just like. And saying, well, we're not going to teach critical race theory. Well, parts of it we already do. Yeah. When we talk about the fact that, that slavery was used to build an industrial base built on, to, or an agricultural base built on tobacco, that's part of critical race theory. It's just not called that. It's well, called history. It, it's history, and it's it's only one part of it. And isn't that really all you want in a curriculum? Theory. Well, exactly. <laughs> and and in a curriculum, really, what you want is a balance of right. everything. I've and, been saying it all along. And people go, well, we don't want to teach critical race theory. Well, you shouldn't in high school because it's a college level philosophy class. It's not about about factual history. Yeah. <laughs> We can, but we do absolutely need to talk about, for instance, in American history, the black Americans who contributed to our culture. Yes. People like Frederick Douglass, who lots of kids have never even heard of. Yeah. How does that, I know. How do, how do we do that? And get through school and not. So that's the thing about, you know, memes and, or as I, I'm just going to start thinking of them as simply cultural ideas. Cultural units of information. Yes. They can be textual. They can be video. They can, yeah. Digital bits of And once you incorporate that idea into your body, you have made it both organic and digital. Exactly. And it becomes a part of you. Yeah. Good or bad. And you will spread it or not. And or you will change it and mutate it and then spread it to someone else. That's why that's why I really don't read the political memes. I I just scroll past. I mean, during the election, there were a few I laughed at, but I wouldn't share them. I'm not sharing any of that because I'm not taking a side. Well, I'm apolitical when it comes to especially at the federal level at this point. I'm too old. I'm I'm not going to affect any grand change on the direction. that. No, no. This is all for it's a game of young people. It's a game of young people. And I've done my best. Do what you're going to prepare do. students that I had yeah. with the tools to be able to look at these things and make value judgments based on the goodness within. Yeah. And you have to I got to be honest, most of the kids that I see today and I'm sorry, I'm calling you kids. Those of you, <laughs> I know I can't um, help it, but I see nothing. I, a very positive. Mostly, mostly good. Yeah. yeah. I don't see too many. I mean, there's been a no. couple of guys I've seen in the paper for, you know, <laughs> for things. and there was that, there was that disembodied and, voice yeah, that said, Hey, Mr. Long at the jail. But, but, but other than that, and you don't even know that might've been an innocent little thing. You know what? He may have changed his life. And, and could have. Yeah. And I, I love seeing that. That's kind of my point with the, the memes and getting a feel for the people I see on my, on my little Facebook world. Cause I'm not a social person. So and the people I'm we, not going out so interacting that way so. i'm excited about seeing a new group a of new group this faces. year i know another well about a hundred or so people in my in my immediate world yeah i don't see as many as i used to because no, no. my job has changed a little and bit. and that gives you some opportunities too that that having so right. many didn't didn't allow but yeah i'm excited too yeah. always have been each new year all yep. of the new groups I like people. Yes. Uh, I'm not, I, I don't like big crowds. <laughs> not, but not, I, but not I an overly social going out kind no, of person. No, I'm not. I, 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 I'm, I an ob- I'm an observer. I uh, like to watch the. Uh, a lurker. <laughs> I'm a lurker. Yeah. Well, I'll get involved, but that's the I, show. That's the uh, stage side. Being a teacher allows you for that, that performance. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The 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 teacher the teacher me is a different than the like going to a party me. I don't like parties because I don't like to socialize like that very much. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's painful. But if I have people, <laughs> it's painful. But if I have people around me who are social, I just drive. It you. Helps I, me. I, I I bring yes. you through. Yes. And it, if for some reason, a lot of my friends seem to be social, which is really weird. No. 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 I mean, but they but they're taking a role up. They're they're adding something to your life that you feel like you sure you know oh absolutely so there you go and I don't use the friends uh, word loosely oh gosh no you know no I don't either because friends are are 
high value. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. If I call you my friend, it's it's a, a different level. And you people are our friends. Oh, that's right. <laughs> all right. Um, I even like you. You're all right. You're a bit of the all right. Yeah. Mostly. Yeah, mostly. <laughs> mostly. I want to get back to my game. <laughs> oh, well, I need to work in the yard. So I guess we need to wrap up these, these memes. I guess, I guess we do. Uh, you know, I, I want to end on a um, quote because we've talked so much about sure. language and communication. So many episodes about Why that. Why not? Because, I mean, what else are we as humans? You know, in the end, all we have are our actions and our words. There's that's not, that's there's true. really nothing else. Uh, English novelist Angela Carter said that language is power life and the instrument of culture and the instrument of domination and liberation, Ooh. which I really, I, 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 like I that. identified with her, her thought there that, that it's both. And you always have to be aware that you have control, you have power and what are you taking in and what are you putting out? And I, I feel like there has to be a balance. Yeah. I mean, I'm not all bright and sunny all the time, I'm also very realistic and understand, you know, that it's not all nice, but where is your balance? Right. Well, I, yeah. I mean, I think the Beatles said it best. Did they? <laughs> the love you get is equal to the love you give. There you go. So, there you go. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, don't forget, uh, you can reach us one more time, longinthebooth at gmail.com. And you can address them to Debbie too. You know she'll. Oh I'll, yeah, I'll oh, sure absolutely. She'll. Actually, I'm I'm more communicative. Ooh. <laughs> Sometimes than than he is. And the phone number is three three seven five zero two nine zero one one. Well, Deb, send a meme. <laughs> yeah, sure. <You're> still, <laughs> send me a meme. You're still allowed to send a meme. Show ideas, recipes. Yeah. Recipes? Sure, why not? I don't cook. That's your By job. the way, speaking of recipes, if you haven't tried the butter chicken at Rajaj Grill in Lake Charles, ah, yeah. you certainly should. And you benefited by me saying, let's go someplace different we've never been before. I think we'll have it tomorrow. I think we might. That sounds good. All right. All right, everybody. Y'all have Bye. a great week, and it's been fun. We'll see you in a couple weeks, and I'm sure we'll put a silly video out there at some point. Oh, what will I do next? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs>